0: kick things off, I'm a digital marketing expert. I focus on websites, SEO and other areas of digital marketing. And this is part two of a WordPress series to look at the practical approach of updating your own site. So last week we looked at what everything means and now we're gonna look at how you can apply that and actually, when you go in the dashboard, how you can start updating your text, your images, etc. And then finally, a look at Elementor and how you can build your own site using like a, a visual builder. Um, some of you might have heard of the term WYSIWYG, or like what you see is what you get. And it means that rather than using code, rather than using all the jargon, you can just drag and drop and have like a really nice, easy interface. And that's gonna be the end of this session and the focus for the next session. But yeah, so I'm now gonna share, uh, there's a presentation, and I'll dip between the presentation and the, um, the actual WordPress itself to show you the difference between them. Um, so again, today, it's really like a kind of a hands-on approach of WordPress. This is actually me and Poppy at the Maker Station in Brentford. I don't know if any of you have been there. It's a really nice little co-working space um, just below kind of Brentford Station. There we go. So lo- again, quick overview. Last week, we looked at the fundamentals of a website. So you'll need, obviously, your, the name of your website, the hosting, the management system, and then all of the features like the plugin, the theme, the page builder, this is everything that comes together to create your business site. Um, I'll also can share a link with you if you want a recap of all of that in detail. there would be like a uh, YouTube. Um, I'm just also admitting Albert. And so then from that, we're now going to take, again, practical approach, how you can edit your pages, your media and your content, um, looking at uh, which plugins you should install and how to do them. Um, If you're looking to brand, how to add a logo, strap lines, and make sure that all of your branding is on point. So looking at your theme, so how to give a bit of a style and a bit of um, like a unique uh, layout for your website. Then global fonts, uh, that just means you don't have to redo uh, lots of typography, everything's done for you. Just going to check the rating one more time. And then obviously how to back up your website. So if you make all the changes, you wanna protect it and make sure it's not lost. And then finally, what you would be doing with Elementor, so how you would physically design your site. So to start with, you've got the WordPress dashboard. Um, most of you have probably had a look at this and thought like, what the hell's going on? Why is there 50 things down the side? What, what should I be doing with it? Um, as a, uh, like the end user, You'd only ever really touch posts, media and pages on the top left. So I'm going to go into a site I'm working on. And I'm going to go back to the dashboards. There you go. So you can see here, similar kind of layout. You've got posts, media and pages. Um, and the, this is really the heart of where all your content's going to live. So when, when I'd build a site, I'd start by building out the pages. So you go to Pages, All Pages. And then you can see a list of everything that you've created. And you can see I'm using Elementor. So each one says Elementor. And then you click Edit with Elementor to update that page. So once you do that, that would give you, um, that's how you would get in the front end of your site and you start making every, adding images, making everything look nice. So that'd be Pages, Select it and then edit with Elementor. And we'll come back in a minute on how to actually um, use Elementor, like the very basic level. Um, your media is obviously where all your images, your content, your logos go. It's really, really important to use uh, small, kind of uh, as small as they should be images. So there's a website called bulkresizeimages.com, and that'll allow you to not have huge DL- DSLR images and uh, too much basically wait on your site. When you click on one of these, you can actually go in and edit uh, like the alt text, the image, everything else. Um, The alt text is very important for your SEO. So whatever the image is about, it's important to add in the alt text there so Google knows what you're looking at. Just gonna come out of this now and go back. And then finally posts. So this would be your content and your blogs. Um, This is separate to pages. So this would become like a an archive. So you'd have a list of all of your posts over um, over dates basically and You can simply go into posts add new and then you would start creating the post Um, You could do it the WordPress way This is kind of the standard way filling your title and use these kind of simple blocks to add in paragraphs and images or you can opt for Elementor Again, um, creating content in Elementor is normally uh, like a bit more visually appealing. So I'd always opt for this option to use Elementor and then to use all the system that they've got here. Uh, the second thing is plugins. So obviously once you've, once you've thought about the menu, you got your pages down, you need to add some plugins to give you functionality. There's hundreds of thousands of plugins. There's um, every possible thing you could imagine if you wanna do a membership site, store, presentation, Whatever it is, there's probably a plugin for it or you can build a plugin for it. Um, it's, it's important to look at the ratings they've got, when they're updated, and how many people are using them. Uh, basically, the more the more popular they are, the more uh, well-received they are. It means they'll get longer support. So, for example, Elementor has 5 million people using it, and it has like 50,000 five-star reviews, which really means that it's not going to drop off anytime soon. People are going to keep keep supporting it, keep engaging with it, and there's a good community around it. So if I just go to plugins, uh, you can see here the plugins that are currently on the site. Everything that's in blue is installed, everything that's white I'm just testing at the moment. So you've got for your backups, uh, membership directories, your builders, Google Analytics, event calendars, SEO, uh, extra design features, uh, Google Search Console, and then some new testing I'm doing. Each every um, new element of your site would come via, in the form of a plugin, and then so once you've kind of built the pages, you have a feel for like what uh, what plugins, what features you'd like. You then look at your branding. So I was working with Claire actually yesterday, looking at updating her her logo and her um, strapline, etc. And you would do that uh, within your theme customizer. And you can see here, there's this um, little blue, see where the search bar is, it's called a favicon. So when you go to Google, you'll have that little icon which will show what the page is about. And you'd be surprised how important it is to have something branded. So just to put your logo or an element there. Um, I just got a question from Sylvie about, does Elementor suggest what basic plugins your site needs? Um, They have a couple of preferred ones, um, but I'd give you a list of everything from your security to your SEO to your design work. Um, Again, it's a case of trial and error, so looking at trialing a plugin, seeing how you get on with it, and then maybe looking for another one. But Sylvie, if you want to email me what you're looking to do, I can recommend some plugins for you. Um, So again, if we come out and we go to Appearance and then customize. This shows you, this is for your branding. So if you wanted to look at your site identity, that's where you put your logo, your title, your strap line, and your favicon. Again, down there. Um, and you can edit that at any point. There's no restrictions on that tool. all. If you go back to customize, that's also how you would look to edit your menus, Uh, your widgets and some basic settings. We'll come back to that in the next session. For now, it's just really site identity, just so you can give a logo and an idea of um, what your branding, what your site's about. I'm gonna go back. And the next thing really is to look at your themes. So we're kind of piecing everything together. So you're looking at um, starting the site for the first time, creating your page looking at your plugins to make your page work, and then giving it branding, and now it's to give it the look and the feel. So this is the style and the layout of your site. Again, there's hundreds of themes. Um, Personally, I use the Hello or OceanWP, but that's like working with a blank canvas. If you want something more structured, something where all the columns are already in place, uh, you can just search for them here. Um, or you can use something called themeforest.com, which will give you all the different themes. So again, I'm going to pop back out and show you what that's like. Uh, I'm sorry it keeps going into the small presentation for PowerPoint. I don't know how to keep that as a full screen. So if I go to Appearance and then Themes, this is the Hello theme. And this literally, give for Elementor, it just gives you a completely white blank slate, and you work on top of that. Um, but if you were looking for something a bit unique, or maybe um, if you're doing a newspaper site, or you have a particular style in mind, you can go down to these and you can pick one that's pre-pre laid out for you, just to make the initial steps a little bit easier. So everything here works in blocks, and you would you could up update and move these around as you wish. So you could change uh, the layout and the number of blocks you would have. But it's just, it's there waiting for you. It gives you that first step so you don't have to think of the design from scratch. And again, that's under uh, appearance and then themes. And then a lot of people, so they'll start by, I know especially with Claire as well, we started with one font and one color. And later down the line, you decide to change the font or change some of the uh, the branding. That The example here you can see, the link colors, the H1s, the titles, the body text. So rather than updating every single piece of text, in Elementor there's something called global styling. So you can put it all as a basic font. Once you know what you'd like, you can update them here, and that will copy across for every single page on your site, every um, page, post, uh, any of the front end that the user will see. Um, The most important would be your links, H1, H2s, and your body copy. And that's where you'd update the text color, the font, and the size. And it's it's really it saves hours of going back and forwards and chopping and changing things. And again, that only comes in Elementor. That's not possible with any other builder. Um, the other thing, so once you've spent a lot, you probably spent like a weekend or quite a few hours building your site. Uh, maybe you might you just want to save a copy of it and have like a A safe version for later just in case anything does go wrong so there's a a plugin called all-in-one wp migration and all you would literally do is install that and you would export a a copy of your site it's a one-click export and it just pulls everything together into a single file that can be then uploaded as a single file so for example when i build a website for someone i would take a copy of what i've done so if they ever make a mistake or if they Delete something by accident? There's always that that recovery option, and it's a free, quick plugin. It takes about two minutes to, to give you a full backup of your site. Uh, just to note, that's not a regular backup, so that's a one-off. You have other plugins that would do a regular backup, say every week or every month. They would keep a backup at like on the fly, but this is just a one-off service. And then, kind of the. The heart and soul of the website would be Elementor itself. Um, I know Albert's joined; he's obviously a web designer as well. And uh, I think over the past six months, Albert's been using Elementor as well and commenting on how how kind of quick, easy, and user friendly it is. Um, so basically, everything works as sections. You can see see this blue tab at the top with the plus, the dots, and the X. So what you would be, all the elements for your site would sit inside sections and you would drag and drop them across. So from the left-hand panel, you would pull over a title or a button or an image, whatever it needs to be, and drop it in on the, on, in the middle, and then you would customize it. So Elementor has uh, the content editor, the style, and the advanced. If you look top left, uh, you can see these three tabs, and each of those uh, will help you to, to manipulate, to manage your site, and to, to make it your own, basically. For example, um, if I wanted to change the colors, the fonts, or the kind of the style of that, simply go to style. And you can see here, you've got your background color, your width, and your borders. And it's a case of just playing with them to, uh, to get the style you're looking for. Um, I'm actually going to go back into the new site that I'm building now. I'll just give you a little quick, another quick look at it. Um just get out of this. So again, you go to the dashboard, you go to pages, select your page, and then edit with Elementor. It's taking a little while because we're on the Zoom call, um, but you can see here, similar kind of idea. So, every, so you've got your main section, and then within that section, every these grey squares are columns, and that would allow you to, to add new columns and sections. So as you go down, each of these is a a different element, a different uh, piece of the puzzle basically. And all you'd have to do is just click on the blue blue tab here and hold it and you can drag it wherever you want it to be. You can duplicate it, delete it, manipulate it however you want. So if I wanna swap these over, just take that, bring it there and that'll be done. Uh, For an example, if you click on those columns, you get more features so you can just copy and paste, duplicate, All of this is about saving you time. So if you create a style you like, you can simply duplicate that and move that across to other pages on the site. Um, This this was actually us at the UBC event in in, uh, Brentford before lockdown. I think um, Cassandra might even be in this photo in the background. Um, But yeah, if you look on the left hand side again, um, I'm gonna click on the content. And then you can see on the left you have got content where you can update the text. If you want to hyperlink it, uh, give it a certain styling or size, and then you've got style, and that allows you to change yeah, the other fonts, um, the borders, the colors, etc. And then finally advanced, and that's where someone like me or Albert would go in, we'd tweak it and um, look at padding and uh, margins to, to kind of make it work for your site. And then again, if uh, when you go, from desktop, you might want to have a mobile. you need a mobile site as well. So you click on mobile, and then it gives you this new view. And again, you'd want to go back in and you'd use your styling to make it work on mobile. This is again a demo site. I'm just building it, so apologies for the any mistakes on there at the moment. Um, but yeah, you can see as you hover over on the right, you do have all these little icons you can click on to then go in and edit each each element. Um, I'm just. I think that's for now. I'm going to save it, and then next week is going to be uh, maybe me and Albert can do more of a hands-on of Elementor itself, looking how to build a page, how to use all of the elements you have here. So you've got a range of different um, elements, images, blocks, price tables, etc., to give you like a head start when you're building your website. And I'm just going to save this, and then come out, and then we can just. Firstly, say hello to um, Albert and Azim who joined, and then any questions?
1: Hello? Hey, Albert.
0: Thanks oh, yeah. for joining, mate. mate. Um, Albert's a web designer based. You're in um, Feltham, is that right?
1: Yeah, I'm in Feltham, yeah. Sorry, you can't see me at the moment. <laughs> no worries. And hi, Azim, nice to see you again.
0: Hi there. Um, I don't know I'll if you guys, late arrival. no worries, I think, well, the, the sun's out and also Eventbrite was playing up. Appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, Azim, if you would just want to say what you do, I know you're uh, into finance, but maybe give some more details on it.
2: Sure, sure. Thank you all um, for being present. Um, I'm a part-time finance director for small uh, businesses that are ambitious to grow, um, but are too small to justify a finance director on a full-time basis. The idea is that you get the management information that your accountant would provide you in due course, but you get it in much more real time so that you can action things appropriately. It's about giving, letting, running your finances rather than making, letting your finances run you. But um, happy to um, uh, have a chat with anyone who feels they might need some help. I'll put my details in the chat if that's all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, please do. And I was Thank also. After meeting you at the chisel Lunch Break, I was thinking we could potentially do a short session, just giving some tips for people, like basic grants sure. and finance over lockdown. I think that'd be really useful. Okay. So I'll, I'll email that. you about that afterwards. I've been meaning to this week, but to be, to be honest, it's been so nice. I haven't been at the computer too much. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was actually outside, which is why I'm such a deceitful mess, because yeah. it's so warm out there. It
2: exactly took a while so. to recover.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, won't keep, I, I don't want to keep you guys long, because it is really, really hot. Uh, I've just got a question from Rain about uh, mobile sites. Uh, does the mobile site need to mirror the main website? Uh, Rain, it doesn't need to mirror it, but it should have similar bra- branding and reflect it. For example, my mobile site is a shortened version of my main site. So you wouldn't have so much copy. You might have uh, smaller smaller images and titles, and you want, it, you want it to be basically short and snappy. So who you are, what you do, and why they should act with you and then just um, refrain from using like long paragraphs on mobile because people get put off. Um, okay. But again, in the next one we'll, we'll go back to responsiveness and how you adjust your site from desktop to tablet to mobile. Um, Element is really good for that because it gives you quick and easy visual ways to do it. You don't have to um, use coding or look at the page width or anything like that. Um, but yeah, we'll do that in more detail next time. Okay. Um, any other questions about just Elemental, like how to never get the dashboard or anything like that. Sorry, forgive me if you've already covered this there or in a previous session, because I'm new to this. But
2: um, I'd be interested in how you preview or check that you've actually achieved what you're looking for. Uh, You may have covered that before. Yeah. So um, you, you know, you talked about manipulating something. I thought that looks great. But what will it look like? You know, when you go
0: back and look at the site. Yeah, of course. So if you give me two seconds, I'm actually going to screen share again and then I'll, I'll just show you that basically that's a really uh, important point. Um,
2: one second.
0: So now you should be able to see my Elementor screen for this page. And what's, what's unique about Elementor, why I love it is you literally see how the page is going to look. Um, so, At the very beginning, I said WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. So as you're editing it, you physically see how it's going to look. Obviously, when I crop it in here, it's slightly squished. But there you get, that is, no matter what device you're on, that is how it's going to look. That's how it's going to be laid out with the text, the fonts, etc. There's also the preview option to give you the live version of the site. Uh, and you have your responsive mode. So if I was, for example, images like these boxes here, they're never gonna all fit on one mobile screen side by side. So you click and it will already just populate them uh, top down. And then what you can do is you can go in, edit column, column width, and if I put this as 50%, and then if I put this one as 50%, they go side by side. Obviously, need a bit more tweaking, but you can see here there's a mobile-only option, like lit up. So that means it's it's only going to be side by side here on mobile. If I go back to tablet, they will do two by two, and then desktop in a single line. And that's how you yeah you never you never actually um, add anything on the right. You always work from the left, and then you see like a true representation of the site. Thank you. Thank you. That was very helpful. Um, Kes, I know you wanted to make some more changes. So is there an example of something I can just quickly show?
3: Um, Well, no, because you covered the um, updating of the, the strap line and the logo. And then where you add in any blogs or anything like that. What if because I think on my page when you did it, we had an event. Mm-hmm. Now there's a blank space there now because that, that event has come and gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's maybe about filling that in. How do how do I sort of change the, the, the parameters of that page to, to not include any events because no events are happening right now.
0: So again, I'll just pop, Uh, Go onto the screen. Um, So now you should be able to see Elementor. For example, um, if this was an event listing, I would personally click in the middle, save it as a template just so you have it for later use. Okay. Um, And then you can simply delete it. So if I, as an example, save that as test event. And then that will form part of my templates. Delete. And then if you do want to ever re-add it again, you come down to the bottom and there's this template option.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And then you can simply test event, insert, yes. And it's back there. So uh. that, I mean, if you have what, like a two month break over lockdown, for example, that's how you would restore the events once you're back up and running.
3: Okay. All right. Thank you.
0: No worries. Uh, but I mean, events is a bit of a tricky one. So if you were are you using a plugin or I mean, we'll talk about this later. But if you're going to use an events manager plugin, uh, it'd be slightly different. And I can show you that as well.
3: Yeah, mm, I'm not sure that I will. I don't know. I don't know.
0: We can talk for it. I mean, for, for mine, I haven't actually put my events. All these power hours were at 13 now. I haven't put them on my site yet. I'm thinking of getting an Eventbrite, something that syncs with Eventbrite, and it'll literally have the live events there. Yeah. Isn't there
3: one on Facebook as well? Isn't there like a thing on Facebook as well? Yeah. So when you create an event on
0: Eventbrite, you can select it to automatically display on Facebook.
3: Yeah. So all the ones on
0: my Facebook are actually straight from Eventbrite. And then you would share that yourself on like Meetup, LinkedIn, Nextdoor, et cetera. But you would need to find a way to sync that with your website. Okay. I can show you. There's a plugin to do that. I can show you how to to get them all kind of all the dots connected, basically.
3: Yeah, because because I think it would be nice to have it a little bit more seamless. Because I feel like you've got something on Eventbrite, Eventbrite, and and LinkedIn talk to each other. But then if it's on your your web page, then it doesn't sync in with Eventbrite and Facebook. It would be good um, if the three of them, hmm. I mean, to somehow... be honest, there is, there is a paid plugin.
0: Um, quick, I just, because uh, this might be useful for other people and it's something I'm going to set up myself now. Because the power, to be honest, the power hours take a lot of time to do. Um, so I'm using, I think it's Modern Events Calendar Lite. Uh, but you'd have to pay, <laughs> pay about eight, I think it's 80 pounds a year to have that to sync with Eventbrite. Okay. So you'd install Modern Events Calendar, calendar, and then if I go down here, um, where have you gone? Uh, You've got all your options here, so you Google Recapture, User Profile, um, Active Campaign, Um, There is a way to directly pull, our import, there we go. So you would um, import your Eventbrite, um, second, your Eventbrite or your Meetup, whatever the listings are. Mm -hmm. And then once the event's taken place, it'll take that off the site or put that into your past events. Okay. Uh, But yeah, again, because that's a, a pro feature, you would have to pay for that. Hmm. Albert, I mean, I know you've been loving at Elementor the past, I guess, uh, year or so. Have you got any feedback or any comments on it?
1: Sorry, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Cassandra, I think with her one, I'm, you were saying about, uh, there is um, a widget you, that you can put in to do. Um, if you've got a, a thing that you're talking about that's with, let's have a look with Eventbrite, what you can do is create little boxes and put a timer on it so you can switch it off and switch it back on automatically.
0: And is that using one of the plugins?
1: Yeah, just using one of the plugins. Yeah, it's free. It's a free plugin. I'll have to find it for you though. But um, yeah, because I saw it last week. Somebody showed it on YouTube last week. I was going through YouTube looking at different things you can do with Elementor and that might tend to work because it could switch on and switch off Mm. on any pages on your um, Elementor website. Okay, I mean, uh, if you can
0: share it with me as well, because I've I've used uh, Modern Events Calendar, Event Plus, Events One, uh, and none of them have it as a free option. So it'd be good to know if there is one out there. Um, Yeah, I'll
1: I'll try and see if I can find it for you.
0: Yeah, definitely. And with Elementor, there's a huge, because there's 5 million people, uh, there's a big support community. So they have, like, um, the Facebook group, the LinkedIn groups, where you can post a question to, like, developers, and they can come back to you. Oh, that's useful to know. Yeah, if me and Albert can't find it, someone can. There's a lot yeah, there's always players. somebody out there. Exactly, and there, um, there's the Elementor free free community and the Elementor Pro community. Because um, okay. there's basically, uh, with my hosting, you get the Pro included. But there's like a paid option of Elementor where you get extra features. It makes it a bit, bit nicer to use and a bit quicker. Okay. Um, I know Claire's recently updated her site. Claire, is there anything else you'd be looking to do to just to change or modify it at all?
4: Sorry. Sorry, I'm not on speaker. Um I think I'm happy, happy with it. I learned a lesson which I just emailed to you, which is someone designed my logo, and then of course, when you updated it, it had a white ground. So instead of the writing, I've got a I've got almost like an off-white background. And um, this logo has now appeared in a white box. So that's something that I need to be aware of in terms of get, probably giving clear direction of what I wanted that logo for.
0: I mean, when you normally, when you get a logo from a designer, they give you the JPEG, which is your one yeah. with the white background, your PNG, which has no background and then your EPS, which is the, the big format. And um, uh, I was going to email you back and say that I'm happy just to do that for you and just put it on there without the white background.
4: Thank you. Um, it
0: probably be by like by Monday basically.
4: No, that's amazing. But thank you, no, I'm very happy with the website you did and I just think it's a learning process but part of the fun is to be able to tweak it and play around with copy and images and I, I don't have a lot of copy, uh, a lot of content at the moment but it's something that I'd like to learn and go along with and just upgrade slowly.
0: Okay, cool. And yeah, if you, again, there's so many YouTube tutorials and forums and stuff. If there's something you yeah. need, just ask me and I'll send you a link Thank to give you some more information. Thank you. No, um, I think there's something in the chat. I'm just going to check. Um, oh, that was Azim. Thank you for leaving your details. I'll share that with everyone afterwards. Um, I don't know if anyone else just has a question or an idea. Just something you're looking for. Me, for maybe. me. No. Uh, yeah, I just saw your message in the chat. No, no. I was just thinking about
2: something Claire just said, which I think is quite important, is that when you pick and mix different things from different places, there's always a risk that they won't integrate well, as Mm -hmm. I think you were just describing, Claire. How does one avoid things like that? Because that can be quite a problem because you've done something, you know, you may even have paid good money for it, and then it doesn't deliver what you want. Um, You know, is that about starting by planning it differently or... Because, you know, often when you go for a specific service from someone, you don't realize the implications of trying to then use that elsewhere. And you may not even have thought about it when you gave them the original brief. I just wondered whether there was a way to kind of plan all of this out so that you know what you're getting is consistent and will work. You know, certainly, obviously, the website bit, you've done a very good job of saying how, you know, you can get plugins and and then they will work to do Mm -hmm. certain things.
0: Um, I work with a couple of designers, so from a design point of view, uh, you'd always ask for the actual AI file, like the the core file and the EPS, and that means that you can up- <laughs> you can update it. So there's um, if you Google, for example, EPS to JPEG, that gives you a free way for you to download that, and then you can manage it yourself. So um, I could give Claire a link that would get would remove that background or would make the changes for her as well. But I think when, with a designer, always get the core file. So many businesses I've worked with, they've just got the JPEG. It's been five years since they got the first branding. And now this, they're stuffed because I have to recreate the logo from scratch.
4: Thank you. That's actually very interesting because that happened to me. But luckily, with just, just within the space of a few months that someone designed the logo. Mm-hmm. And then I got some free, I got a free credit from the Fiverr website, which was brilliant. So I thought, aha, okay, I'll use this with a different designer to do the business cards. And then the designer said, oh, but what about the, the editable file, the AI file and the EPS file? So I had to go back to the other designer and luckily he sent it to me. But it's true, it's well, Albert, that I could have been in a situation of going back a few years ago and not knowing what I was asking for.
0: Mm. I'm just going to put a note in the chat. So if you're if you're working with designers, um, Photoshop, uh, basically, there's three Adobe uh, pieces of software that everyone uses, and you should get one of the following formats. So there's PSD, PS, AI, and ID. Just save that somewhere. If you are getting um, a, a, some branding done and they don't give you one of those files, ask for it. Just say, "I need I need it in in any one of these." And that's basically the, the full vector file that you can always
1: work with later. Oh, uh, there's something missing there, Theo. Um, yeah, because I'm just looking at um, Claire's site. There's the font. You've got, there might be a specific font that they've used.
4: Yes, they have.
1: Yeah. yeah, so if you're recreating this again, you're going to need to know what the font is. Uh, there's a, uh, a Google
0: Chrome plugin for that where it's I think it's called Font Type and it can just tell you the font that's that's used.
1: Yeah. So and then the image, that's a white background rather than being in a. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be. Let's, let's have a quick look. Yeah. it Was. Uh, they said... Oh right, they've created the image as a JPEG rather than a PSD. Exactly. Uh, It'd be a p- sorry, sorry, a PNG. They've not done it as a PNG. So, yeah. So that should be a PNG. And then that way, the colour would match the website.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds technical, and there's all these little acronyms, but you just say, I want the raw file, I want the actual file, and they, they should give it to you. Don't yeah. worry too much about what the software is behind it. Um, even for me, I, I still sometimes get ID and AI confused because they they do very similar stuff. Um any other questions? Any um, any future website projects? Or so I know Rain is going to kick off her site next week. Um, and it just Rain, was there anything else that was missing, or that you're you'd have an? Uh,
1: I'm just going to do a mock sort of site because I haven't actually planned what I'm going to put in it. So I'll just sort of do a mock one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and um, so one last thing. I'll come to this next week in detail. Um, Again, another reason why I love Elementor, I'm just gonna go back to my Chrome. Um, So, for example, if you go to Pages, and add a new page, um, and it's it's blank, it's boring, there's nothing there, you you have no idea where to start, um, what you can do is you can go to Plus, um, sorry, Templates, And then you've got these examples so because I I pay for the pro version so you can see here pro 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 and That gives you a layout to start with and they have themes so if you're a photographer or Travel or history or design whatever it is uh, You can normally find a theme to suit your style just to get you going
1: Uh,
2: Yeah. earlier on you had referred to themes at one point and said they give you a head start. Is this something different or is it basically
0: the same thing but a pro version? So, um, so a the- it's a little bit confusing. So a theme is what you'd install on the site to give the layout, to give the structure. These are actually, te- they call templates, not themes. But it creates, in another sense it creates a theme. So the the theme you would use would be hello, and you'd forget all the other themes. And then the template you'd use to get yourself started would be one of these. So for example, if I click and I insert, that's just gonna put all of that styling, all of that, all of those elements onto the site. Um, but again, all of this would be done in the theme that is called Hello. Um, it's just taking a second to load. I think, it's, again, I'm on Zoom. Um, there we go. So Rain, yeah, if you um, maybe use one of these at first, start tweaking the copy, get a feel for it. And because they've already got these predefined blocks, you can then actually click into that and you can see how it's made. Yeah. So that's like, it just gives you an idea of what, again, you, for you, you'd only ever touch content, I guess, and style, mm-hmm. but it will just give you that head start just to get you, get you off the ground. Okay,
1: thank and you.
0: Also, uh, whenever you do anything, always click publish or update to save it. So down bottom left, you've got the screen button. Mm-hmm. And that's how you would save your work. Cool. Well, I mean, to be honest, I it's 33 degrees in my room, and I'm planning to head outside. Um, if any of you have got, like, um, a question or come up with I something. i just got a question oh. for you,
1: uh, Theo. You just said you've got the pro version mm-hmm. of... Um, Elemental. Mm-hmm. Is that an annual fee? I've got the,
0: de- the developer license. So what I do is I give that to all anyone who used my hosting. I have that included as like a bonus.
1: Right. They okay. wouldn't
0: have to pay for it. They have all of those features. So for example, Claire's, uh, Claire's and John's and Rain sites, or and Cassandra's actually all have Pro already pre-installed. Um, but normally it would be like a, an annual subscription. I think it's fifty pound a year for a basic and one hundred and fifty a year for an advanced. So you get that. So you get that included with the service, then. Yeah. So that's part of that's like a little USP of my hosting. It basically pays for itself because the hosting's sixty, the plugins fifty, so it just makes it really kind of affordable and just gets them off the ground. Yeah. Okay. Thank
1: you. Uh, you, Sorry, Theo. Do you have um, where to find Adobe uh, Photoshop to use certain um, aspects of it for free?
0: Uh, so I use Canva. So obviously this is Power Hour 13. Power Hour 5 was specifically on Canva, which is a free tool. Right. Um, there's also, I mean, Adobe is amazing, but they have a subscription model now. They used to have a one-off fee and now it's £50 a month. Yeah. Um, just again. Just you, can re- use
4: Canva. you can get like a free, a free month or two out of Canva. I just finished a free subscription with them. And it's amazing because you just get ready-made templates of PDFs to go. Mm. That's yeah. incredible. You just click in an image, drag and drop. Um, I did have problems saving some stuff though, but that's probably just me being a bit dense. So,
0: I mean, with Canva, there is a, the free version is good enough for most people. The pro version gives you some extra elements and makes resizing a bit quicker. Um, but for 90% of people, the free version would work um so you just go to canva.com and again uh, parallel five on my website's got a walkthrough of this and it will just show you how, this is how i make all the art for the podcast and the videos and stuff in here and again it's it's just drag and drop you click on it click on the element drag it around there's no and all the all the features you need are just up at the top here whereas adobe is a really complex piece of software um if you want to go one level further um Oh, what was it called? Affinity. So affinity costs tw- uh, 25 pounds for life, and it gives you basically a Photoshop Illustrator InDesign alternative. So you've got here affinity affinity photo, Affinity designer, which is like Illustrator, and affinity publisher, which is like InDesign, and they, that gives you all the bells and whistles. So if you did want to do some black like, professional stuff, you could use that on a budget. Or if you're just doing it as a small business, you just use Canva. I don't know, Albert, did you check out uh, Affinity after I mentioned it to you?
1: No, <laughs> I've been too busy. <laughs> I tell you, I've just been a bit busy. So uh, it's on my list of things to do.
0: Yeah, it's saved, I mean, it saved me what like free £580 a year on on Adobe, which I just wasn't making the most of.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll keep switching myself off. Yeah, I've got Adobe, but I've got the old version. Like well, CS 5.5 or something. Yeah, it's the one that uh, you don't pay a subscription. <laughs> yeah, much so once you bought it, that's it. It's yours.
0: Exactly. Um, anything else before we close?
3: Um, I was just gonna say thanks, Theo, for for arranging this and doing this because it's been on my mind to 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 do something like this for a little while. And a little bit like what Claire said. I agree with what she said about, you know, setting up your website is one thing, but actually it's a, a little bit of a journey because there there is it, it, it's not static. It it should progress as you progress Mm. and I think I've just been a little bit like oh no this is this is out of my reach and I shouldn't touch it I don't want to break it but it's just building that confidence to go in and and do small changes and then work up to some of the bigger changes because that's that's what stopped me because I'm like oh no it's a website if I do anything and I break anything what's it going to look like and there's just this massive fear about i'm going to literally (laughs) you know um break this website and it's not going to function and i'm going to have to pay loads of money to reinstate everything that was there before Mm. so i think you know doing doing the sessions in small bite size we can pick up on things and get a little bit more comfortable about You know making small changes so i will attempt to make some small just play around with it in in the initial stages and then build up to kind of making the changes and publishing them Mm. because you can make the changes but they're not published is that right
0: yeah you can put them as a draft you can put the page as a draft Um, and for you it's that all-in-one wp migration remember that backup tool Yeah, that would be key. So again, you can do what you want, you can break it, everything you can um, mess the site up, but you'll always have that version sitting there waiting for you. Um, And we're doing like, well, one to one training over Zoom and slowly, slowly in person. But maybe next week, if anyone wants to join and has a particular another question for Elementor, uh, rather than me waffling on, we can go through kind of those, chat those questions. But if you do want to look at the events plugin, maybe if Albert can share the the plugin name, we can work to get that um, plugin set up.
2: Thank you. So if I may, Cassandra, what you've just been saying makes me think of something with my finance hat on. These are obviously complex and some of them are quite fiddly things to do. And it begs the question that if you're not, if this is not your specialty, Mm-hmm. it's going to take you longer to do than it is a professional.
3: Yes. And
2: at what point does it actually not make sense to do it yourself?
4: That's but the you thing. To
2: a professional? Because like all small businesses, I imagine that your time is your scarcest resource. Yeah. And, and actually using that in a way that drives your business forward and leaving some of this stuff to professional. I mean, obviously, I think your point about small changes and big changes is the key dividing issue. Little tweaks are easy to do yourself.
3: Yeah.
2: Theres anything major, it may actually be cost effective to give it to a specialist because I mean some of these things obviously it's quite powerful what you can do, but I imagine it would take me maybe three or four times as long as it would Theo to do something
4: yeah and is
2: that necessarily the best use of my time? depends on how busy you are obviously, but it's yeah. worth bearing in mind with my financial hat on and forgive me for going slightly off topic
3: no, 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 you're right um, it is about the small things and and yeah anything bigger or more complex yeah definitely because as you said you know small changes will take me much longer than it would Theo but I for me I just like to know some how my site works I think it's just that whole understanding and then once I've got that understanding and I can do some small things when bigger things come along I'm able to you know I would definitely pass that on <laughs> because yeah. yeah,
2: that's also a very good point, isn't it? It's a bit like com- comments about the, the designer earlier. If you don't know enough to be able to give them a decent brief, then you're at risk. So at least yeah. by understanding some of these things, you can at least give a proper brief to someone saying, yeah. I'm looking for this and in outline, I want X and Y and Z, but yeah. you do the detail and come back and tell me. Yeah, uh, at least you, you're likely to cover all the bases so it's
0: definitely very powerful and very yeah, bad, definitely. no question I think it's good, like, all of these sessions are just meant to give you the option so for example with John, I, he's been to a few of these sessions now, but he's choosing for me to design his site, but then he's obviously able to then update it, so it's giving you the flexibility to come back and forth
1: yeah. Mm. And is right. it w- w- oh, oh, and now I understand what 's behind it, and I can now work with theo, um, but i 'm not going to attempt to create the site myself, but I would like to make a small tweet to it, it going forward yeah, just to change a few few things to update a few words to make it different and it 's nice if i 'd be able to do that myself then when there's a major change i 'll ask Theo to help me yeah, thank you thank you is is it wise if you 're just starting up? Uh, to design a small website to get it done by a professional first and then uh, deal with any little changes later yourself
0: so normally people uh, there's like a 500 pound package so that will do two years hosting and a site to get you off the ground. Mm. and that same with like Cassandra just to do the first year to know what your branding is about what your messaging is the kind of people that go to your site and then again a year later you can work out the other features what you need um it's been it's been quite popular especially over lockdown there's lots of people wanting to just get off the ground yeah
3: yeah
1: and they don't want to be faffing about while they're yeah Yeah.
0: but uh, although if you're kind of tech-minded and you already have like some interest in it then you might want to do it for yourself it just depends and again there's so much support like facebook is amazing for this kind of stuff okay thank you so, yeah, uh, this will be emailed out to subscribers in a couple of weeks and it'll be on the site as well. So there's going to be 12, 13, and 14 are all going to be around WordPress. And then 15 is going to be about directing traffic to your site. So once you built the site, using like Google Business and the other touch points to actually get people there, because they're, they're not going to find it. No one's going to just type in your domain name unless you give it to them. So that should be a good one as well. And that, that's actually a very good point about your startup module or whatever you call it package
2: because if you are just getting started mm. those are all the things you've got to do you know make sure you're visible etc cetera, etc cetera. and and you know you can if that isn't started off on the right foot you're not even getting the right metrics to be able to move forward so i think that seems like incredibly good value um, and i shall be talking to you about that moment. in a moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks
2: Zim. anyway thank you very much I thank you it. i apologize thank again you. for being late um, but thank you all for participating in today's so event. Look forward to the others. Dear, yeah,
0: can I get power number twelve off your website? Uh, it's not ready yet. I might still need to edit the video. Um, so it'll be ready in like maybe by next no, fine. Yeah. Um, but the next one will be next Friday? Every Friday, twelve o'clock. Yeah, like I've been I've got investment now to do it for another twelve weeks. So Great. it's gonna be at least till September. Okay. Great. And there's gonna be some co hosted. We'll just kinda of pick and choose. Like just come when you can when it interests you. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you yeah, very much, Theo. See you again, thank everyone.
0: You. Thanks, Theo. Thank
4: Bye.
1: Yes.